Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. My name is Tiffany Rosdell and I am a Tokyo-based transformational lifestyle coach. In each episode of this podcast, I want to explore the positive transitions other people have made to, how they freed themselves from their struggles, what pushed them to overcome their difficulties, and how and why they felt like they could overcome. Breakfast with Tiffany Show is really all about the transitions everyone who wants to succeed makes and what they did to get there. As such, while the focus is on LGBTQ plus journeys, I want to share the stories of all people who have found their way to success. My hope is to have this platform for all of us to be together while listening to successful stories, amazing life experiences, inspirational journeys, as well as having good laughs and lots of smiles. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to something quite extraordinary. It's the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. And now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to your host, Tiffany Rossdale. Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. I am your host, Tiffany Rossdale. I am extremely grateful for each and every one of you for listening to the podcast today. Of all the podcasts available out there, you chose to listen to my podcast, which is I am really, really thankful. If you happen to be one of my new listeners, I would ask a few seconds of your time to please press the subscribe or follow button wherever you are currently listening to right now. So then the next time I release the fresh episode of the podcast, you'll be able to get notified. And also don't forget to turn on your notifications so you will not miss it. I love reading your comments and reviews on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. And also I receive messages from my social media. Our review of the day comes from my Facebook Messenger message coming from Amber Caputo. I hope I pronounce your last name right, Amber. Here's her message. Nice podcast. I like the self-care and private birthday. It's okay to do things along, especially when you are comfortable in your skin. Thank you so much, Amber, for this wonderful message. I believe this message was supposed to be for episode number 65, which I talk about how I spent my 43rd birthday. So really thankful for you for listening to that very special episode. And I hope you're tuning in because I am giving you a shout out right now. For those of you who are not able to leave a message on any of my social media about the podcast or leaving a review rating on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts, we always link the information on our podcast show notes. So definitely check it out. For those of you who would love to support the podcast, we also include our PayPal account 
as well as buy me a tea, lots and lots of tea because I love tea, and that's the way you will support the podcast. We will be able to upgrade the podcast. Any amount will definitely help. So there's no small amount. There's no big amount. We will appreciate your contributions in order to maintain this podcast show. Our topic for today is about my recent climbing of one of the most sacred mountain here in Japan, called Mount Ontake. I have climbed several mountains here in Japan, and though I haven't really climbed super super high mountains like the most popular Mount Fuji, and I haven't hiked an active volcano neither. And Mount Ontake, which I have climbed last month, is not much of a mountain, but more of an active volcano. So Mount Ontake is about three thousand seventy-six meter high, a sacred mountain located in central Honshu, about two hundred kilometers from west of Tokyo. It's the second highest volcano next to Mount Fuji. This particular volcano is very popular with hikers. Until last September twenty-seven of twenty fourteen, when it suddenly erupted with no prior warnings through earthquakes or geothermal activities, it caused sixty-three deaths, and there are still missing. Let me start sharing my experience in climbing Mount Ontake last month. So I received an invitation to one of a Facebook friend. I have been connected to this person for many years through Facebook, but haven't really met him in person. He told me that they're looking for someone who might be willing to join them to do this hike. So I look up my schedule, and that particular weekend, I was available. So I thought it was an invitation or a sign, and I have to go. He sent me all the informations about the hike, the itinerary of activities, and when I found out that we are going to do a waterfall meditation, I decided right away I'm joining because it was one of my to-do list of experience that I've been wanting to go, and finally an invitation. Every year, I also do something new and fresh, unique experience for my birthday, and it was a week before my actual birthday when he invited me for this hiking. So it was really on the right timing. The hike was two days with one night spent in a mountain hut, which is a first-time experience for me. So on the first day of our tour, we had our English speaker Japanese tour guide who was really awesome. He showed us a trek to go to Kiyotaki Falls. There were a few falls around the area that we visited. One was bigger, and the other one was not as big as the other one. But before we get into the mountains, hiking towards the Falls. We pass by this big bell that we need to make a sound, and I ask our tour guide, "What is that sound for?" I thought it was for 
a Buddhism practice that they do or some sort of like aisatsu or um, greeting before entering the mountain. It was actually a greeting, but the reason for it is to warm the bears lurk might be lurking around the area. It was quite interesting at the same time. I thought I have to be very aware of my surroundings. <laughs> they told us that there are bears in the mountain, but they're rarely seen by people. So there were a few spots showed us by our tour guide. One was the most sacred toilet that has like a decoration of a shrine. Another spot that he showed was the raging heat or the stone monuments surrounding the area. It was tons of them. They said it's more than 20,000 of those stone monuments around the mountain. They are the spirit abode of Rajin, the title given to ascetic practitioners after they have died. The tour guide also showed us the house right next to the waterfall where monks will stay for months without eating and just doing meditation rituals by the waterfalls right next to it. So Takigyo or waterfall practice is one of the best known ascetic practices associated with Shugendo. It's a meditation to purify the body and mind before entering Mount Ontake. Right next to the waterfall, there is a small hidden cave underneath. So when we got inside the cave, there's this holy statue where the monks do their chantings and meditation. Also inside, you can drink the holy water coming from the mountain. It's one of the most freshest water I've ever had. Very delicious. Before we did the waterfall meditation, we had to wear this white clothing to cover us a bit from the coldness of the water. There is a small shrine right next to the waterfall where we had our prayers before going under the waterfall, which I love because it's paying respect right before you go to the waterfall. We were guided and everything explained to us for our own safety as it can be very slippery or too cold for us. We were advised to leave once we feel that the pressure in our head is too much for us to handle. The impact of the water in my head was so powerful, more than I expected. So right before I enter, I did the ritual to myself, and I do this all the time, that I will surrender myself to whatever experience I will get out and end with this meditation. I also tried to focus on giving gratitude and the thought of being cleansed by the holy water. I thought I'd last longer, but the coldness from the waterfall as it hits my head made me not last long. And I just bowed, bowed my head before I left. The practitioner who guided us told us not to push ourselves to do it longer, but instead to listen to our body. And when it's the right time to leave, we can eventually leave. And that's what I did. Right after when I watched the video, it took me 40 seconds inside the waterfall. I can't imagine how the monks can even do it during the winter time, which is even more colder. The water will be more colder. 
that was an amazing experience. I would definitely love to do it again if there is another opportunity. The second day of the tour is when we started to hike Mount Ontake. Before we climbed, we went to Mount Ontake Satomiya Shrine. It's located at the base of the mountain. We entered the shrine and there were a few Buddhist priests prepared to bless us and do prayer rituals for our safety in climbing the mountain. Inside the shrine, it's so beautiful. Very, I thought it was very special and so powerful. I really felt that I'll be safe towards this mission of climbing an active volcano. And it's being a first time, I never feel scared, knowing also that it erupted just recently. We rode a 10-minute cable car before entering the trails of the hike in the mountain. And that day that we climbed, there was a typhoon coming around Japan. But no one thought it would be scattered out that the winds will be in Nagano area too. I believe they told us that in Kanto area, Tokyo area will be much more affected. So climbing the mountain, it was quite a battle of strong winds. Though it was only during the last hour of our hike before we reach the mountain hut that we are staying for the night. The hike was really, was very fascinating. Along the paths, we passed by plenty of memorial Buddhist statues as well as Buddhist monuments. And once we reached the area where we are surrounded by the clouds, the view was incredible. We were supposed to climb the, the, that day, the second day, to go to the summit. But they decided to cancel and do it on our last day because of the typhoon. So the next morning, the plan was to wake up very early so that we can catch the sunrise. And luckily, after the typhoon from the other day had passed, the sky totally cleared up the following day. We were able to find the best spot in watching the coming out of the sun. We also saw the beautiful Mount Fuji and all the other Alps around the area. In Japanese word, they have this word called Goraiko, and it means watching the sunrise from a mountain. It was one of the most incredible sunrise view I have ever seen in my life. I did what my spiritual guides taught me about sun gazing meditation, connecting my feet to the earth and gazing to the sun while giving gratitude. And it was absolutely an amazing experience. I felt in that moment a really deep gratitude in my heart. And the view around us in that morning was very fascinating. It looks like we were somewhere out in a different planet, like Mars or something. I think it's because of the volcanic crater and also the volcanic rocks everywhere covered the area due to the recent eruption. Following up with our climbing until we reached the summit, our guide told us that due to the 2014 post-eruption, the, the, there were supposed to be many paths to go up, but a lot of them were shut down. So there were only few. When we reached the summit, we offered a prayer in a small shrine on top of the summit, giving prayers to all the victims that have lost their lives 
climbing the mountain during the recent eruption. Then we continued to hike going down, which I found very challenging as well. I slipped several times. And one time I lost my balance and fell off. Luckily, I didn't have any injuries. But the reason why I fell was because I was wearing a rubber shoes and not a proper hiking shoes. Although I was told to wear one, but since I didn't have one, I just wore and brought what I have. I definitely learned my lesson and will definitely buy proper hiking wares the next time I climb a high mountain. I think it's very critical to not wear a proper hiking wear, especially hiking a volcano. And there we have it, my friends. This trip was absolutely incredible. I really felt accomplished when reaching the summit and seeing my first volcanic crater up close and was quite breathtaking. Although the weather on day one was a bit of rain and some strong winds from the typhoon, the following day was a perfect sunny weather and the colors of autumn around the mountain. And I also enjoyed the opportunity to wind down with people that have similar hobbies of loving hiking and sharing spiritual, their spiritual journeys and my spiritual journeys. I also would love to give a shout out to the Japan Alps Guide Center for taking care of us. Check out their amazing bilingual website about hiking the most beautiful mountains here in Japan. So much knowledge and information is on their website. I will include them on the podcast show notes. As always, thank you very much for listening. And if you are looking for someone to walk you through your journey of spiritual healing, health and wellness, and looking for a life coach, feel free to reach out to me. I also include that on the podcast show notes of my official website for life coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, this is Tiffany Rosdale, and I am signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you reach up until this last minute of the show, I am extremely grateful for you for tuning in the whole entire episode. If you enjoyed our episode today, please share it to your friends. You can copy and paste the link wherever you are listening to right now. Text your friend, share on your Instagram stories or your Facebook page. Tag me on your social media when you post it. I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the interview that I had today. And if it's your first time here once again, please do me a favor to subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a review. In every review, it makes me so happy. So I'm looking forward to your ratings and review on our podcast. You can impact someone's life right now by just sharing our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this episode today as much as I did. And I hope you know how much you matter how much I appreciate your time for listening, how much I love you and appreciate you. I am truly grateful for your kindness and your support. And as I always say, sprinkle kindness wherever you go. I love you and stay safe and healthy.